Hello and welcome to your new favourite podcast. Um, oh my god, that was so cringy. I am so sorry. <laughs> but hi, welcome. My name is Batul. A lot of people call me daughter. And if you know me in person, you know that I've been wanting to start a podcast for the past couple of actually not even a couple of years. The past few years I've been thinking about it and I guess I mean to be fair, I've sat down, filmed a few, recorded a few, but I've just watched it back or listened to it back and I'm just like, mmm nah, mm, don't like this, mm, don't like that and it's, I guess it's partly to do with being a perfectionist and partly to do with being a procrastinator so yeah, it's just not a great combination but here I am, you know, here's to new introductions that was a mouthful, <laughs> here's to new introductions here's to a podcast, here's to consistency and let's hope this year, 2022 is going to be the year where I'm actually um, going to follow through with it But um, yeah, hi. Um, I actually hate long intros, so let's just get straight into it. I think it's only fitting to do the first episode, like a little introduction to who I am, what I do, what my interests are, what my hobbies are, kind of, yeah, a bit about me, I guess. Um, And then I'll also do a little weekly roundup. I think weekly roundups are going to be a thing on this podcast. I'm kind of just going to go through my week, what I've been getting up to, what I've been reading, kind of a little update on friendships, relationships, my mental health, um... And yeah, if I'm learning anything new, um, if there's anything that kind of sparked my interest or anything that's kind of made me question things or ideas or I don't know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see um, what where this podcast takes us, I guess. And you guys get to uh, jump on the ride too. You guys get to follow the journey with me. And um, yeah, I think I think we're gonna have a great time. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so a little bit about me. My name is Batul and my nickname is Tuta. I get a lot of questions on how I got given the nickname Tuta because it has nothing to do with my actual name. And um, yeah, basically my older brother, so I've got three brothers, mashallah, alhamdulillah, um, one older and two younger. But my older brother actually gave me the nickname Tuta before I was even born. Um, basically, when my mum was pregnant with myself, um, <laughs> She would point to her belly and ask him, like ask my brother, um, whether or not he thought it was a boy or a girl. And he would say girl. And then she would follow on and say, oh, like, what's her name? Like, what should we name her? And he would say Tuta. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. And he was he was very, like, persistent with the name. And every time my mum would be like, oh, girl or boy? He would be like, girl, what's her name? Tuta. And that's just basically how I got given the nickname. Like, my older brother just gave me the nickname Tuta. To be fair, I don't know why they didn't just name me Tuta. Like, I don't know why they went for Batul. Because fun fact, actually, I wasn't going to be named Batul at all. Um, my mum wanted to call me Mariam or Mary. Um, but my cousin uh, <laughs> was born before me. So uh, and my auntie also liked the name. So she named her daughter Mariam. So my mum was a bit like, oh, okay. Um, we don't have a backup name. Um, panic, panic mode. Heard my name on the radio. And then was like, okay, we'll name her Batul. So, yeah. I think she also wanted to call me Rukaya. But I don't know if I'm just making, like, telling a lie here. There was another name that she wanted to call me or like name me but I don't know why she voted against it to be honest and I'm glad I mean as much as I love the name Rukaya because it's got a beautiful meaning I just don't think it will suit me but that's again that's just I mean it's a bit silly right because I'm just used to being called Batula Tuta so it's a bit silly thing and also going to think well obviously it's not going to suit me or fit my persona because all I've ever known is Batul or Tuta but yeah basically what I'm trying to say is Tuta and Batul like it wasn't they weren't linked essentially they just chose the name Tuta before they even chose the name Batul a bit weird a bit strange I know usually the normal way of doing things is that you pick the, the nickname after you pick the actual name 
um, because it's usually der- derived from the name. But yeah. Um, another question actually I get about uh, my nickname, Tuta, what does it mean? Now, I don't know, to be honest, but from what I understood and from what I understand, and again, I could be telling a lie, but if I am, don't correct me, like, let me live. Um, <laughs> I think Tuta is derived from the word Tut, right? And Tut in Arabic means like berries, like sweet, sweet berries, I think. So, yeah, I guess I'm just a sweetheart and that's that's the meaning of my nickname. Enough about my name. Um, I am 24 years old. I almost said 23 then and I'm so sick and tired of saying 23 to people and I'm, I'm not 23, I'm just lying because I don't know what it is. I feel like 24 is really heavy on my tongue and I'm just in denial that I'm 24 years old. I still feel quite young. I mean, 24, don't get me wrong, it's still quite young, right? Although saying that, like, I'm literally a year away from being 25, because, you know, quick maths, but 25, that's literally quarter of a decade. Like, that's crazy, no? Like, where did the time go? Time actually flies. But yeah, I'm 24 years old. Um, I need to stop saying I'm 23. Despite li- My birthday was literally a good few months ago, so I don't know why I'm saying 23, but I am 24, guys. I'm sorry if I said 23 to you guys. <laughs> I am 24, I promise, I'm 24 years old, I've got the birth certificate to prove it, um, and I work in cell and gene therapy, or gene and cell therapy, however you, however you want to say it, um, basically I work in the quality assurance department, basically like clinical trials slash uh, pharmaceutics-ish, and my day-to-day job consists of me um, reviewing a lot of paperwork which is not great but it's interesting but yeah a lot of paperwork and I essentially just assure that the medicinal product that is produced in my facility or I say my in our facility is of good quality doesn't compromise uh, compromise patient safety and that it is a good product basically like, it's not much to it, it's just a good, decent product and does what it says in the box. Um, now, I work in research, well, in the research sector kind of thing. So everything that we uh, manufacture or make or produce is still kind of undergoing clinical trials. Um, but it's interesting, and I think that's the part that makes it interesting. I think that's something that I did want to do when I was younger. I think I've got a recording of my um, high school tutor asking me what I wanted to do when I was older, and I said I wanted to work in cancer research. And, and what I've, kind of what I'm doing right now is cancer research, but I'm just not so much involved in the actual research part of you know, cancer research. And as much as, don't get me wrong, as much as I love researching and I love being practical and I love being in the lab, actually, it's tell a lie, don't really enjoy being in a lab. Well, I used to enjoy being in a lab and then I went through a phase and I was like, I'm so sick and tired of this. And now I'm like, mm, okay, I don't mind being in the lab like twice, twice a week, you know, but nothing more than that. Um, yeah, as much as I love that kind of aspect, being working in research is very, very, very unstable um and you need a lot of patience I'm definitely a very impatient kind of girl like I give up very quickly which is a bad thing it's not a great thing I'm not proud of it but I do give up very very quickly and working in research a lot of the time your results are inconclusive or they're negative so you need to have that willpower to kind of just pick yourself back up and keep going and it's difficult especially when you, you know you meet patients and you meet people that are sick and you feel helpless you feel really really helpless so yeah you do need a lot of patience but also it's very unstable because a lot of it is uh, dependent on on um i was gonna say budgets on funding so if you don't get enough funds that's it that's the end of your job that's the end of your career in that sense so 
yeah it's 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 unstable you don't know and it's the thing is also you don't really you can get kind of three year four year um funds but most of the time it's kind of a yearly thing so you get your funds for a year and then as soon as that's out or as soon as that runs out that's it um you have to basically appeal not appeal but apply for a new fund and you know that needs to go through the process and it needs to get accepted and they it, again it depends on how much money they've got and if they can afford you then they'll be like okay sure we'll we'll extend it to another year so yeah it's it's it's, it's difficult you know I, it's still an easy thing and you know I say that alhamdulillah like I don't have like my like a lot of commitment so if I did want to work in research I think now would be a good time because I don't have responsibilities and I don't need like you know like a like I don't need a lot of money to get me through every month so now is the prime time to be working in research um but I don't know what it, like I said I think it's just a patience thing for me I just can't do it I'm not I'm very impatient for university uh, my dissertation slash research project was on paracetamol um <laughs> fun fact actually we don't know how paracetamol works we don't know it's made of action which is very interesting because very few drugs make it onto the market if it's um, mode of action is not completely understood because people get scared obviously you know it's understandable I guess but um yeah we just know that it's safe um obviously if you take some thousand paracetamols it's not going to be safe but you know a paracetamol now and then when you get a headache is not going to kill you but obviously guys like no I'm not a doctor please do not take any medical advice from me but um yeah so we just know it's you know it's safe and it does something so I looked into whether or not the serotonergic system kind of plays a role in that and whether or not it's, um, yeah, basically just if it's linked, paracetamol and serotonergic system. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to bore you guys, but um, I remember my actual research, so it's a lab-based project, so I was in the labs basically the whole day, nine to five, like I'm not even kidding, um, and we dissected guinea pigs and then I'll take the ileum and then like put it in this what we call an organ bath experiment and it was all fun and games and I was having the time of my life and um yeah it was a solid I want to say a couple of months right so not long at all but enough to kind of get me really really hooked on if that makes any sense but anyways come to the end of it I'm looking at my results I'm trying to analyze my results I'm trying to you know look at statistics look at data kind of see you know whether or not you know I got something out of it my results came back as inconclusive so I almost broke down I was like what do you mean (laughs) so yeah it was inconclusive and that basically sums up a lot of research unfortunately a lot of research does come back as inconclusive slash negative so I was just like no you're 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 joking you're actually I mean if it's negative then like I don't think I would have minded because at least with negative results you know like okay well it doesn't work so we, let's find something else but with inconclusive results you don't know if it's a yes or no so it's not like you can completely say no it doesn't work you know but at the same time you can't say it works either so it's just like okay did I just waste like like 10,000 hours like, are you joking <laughs> but yeah that basically sums up research and I think that was the part when I was just like do you know what maybe research is not for me um but who knows maybe in the future if I pluck up a bit more patience and courage then maybe I can I can work in research I mean it's, it is a very fulfilling career in the sense that when like when you do find something it's uh it's uh, revolutionary you know and you do feel great and you help a lot of people and you change the world in that sense so yeah 
Right, anyways, let's move on. I've just finished um, a book called The Thursday Murder Club, and I'm very confused. Like, okay, obviously, guys, like, I'm... Don't take my opinion too seriously, and I don't mean to disrespect the author or anything like that. But it was just so boring and very confusing. Like, the first half of the book, I was really, like, pushing myself to read it. And I know I shouldn't have done that, and I know a lot of people... Well, actually, no, hold on, let me backtrack. A lot of people say, when you don't enjoy a book, just leave it and move on to the next. And I, like, disagree, because that's the issue, and that's the problem. I don't want to get too deep, but this is the issue with our generation. We just give up so quickly... Like, what happened to just pushing yourself? And that's... The thing is, people... We started off with books first. First, it was like, if you don't like the book, just, you know, leave it, move on to the next. And then we moved on to people and friendships and relationships. And it's like, okay, listen, well, you know, if you don't like him, just move on to the next. No, like... No, you've just got to push yourself. You know, like, give it time, you know? Give it time and just see if there's something there. Maybe the first two chapters are boring, but the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth are amazing and you know you'll you'll you never know it could be the best book of your life and it's just a, a very poor beginning but anyway let me just get back to the book um yeah it was just boring throughout <laughs> it was just awful like okay it wasn't awful the first half of the book was just hard to read it was a struggle to follow through with it was there was nothing happening it was very confusing I was just like who's this person again like where did that person come from and where's that person gone and it was just confusing like confused just very confusing and then the second part of the book second half of the book was really good it was okay I wouldn't say really good but it was it was decent like you know things were picking up um I was still confused but I was just like okay this is this is going somewhere and then the ending like till this day I'm just confused I finished it on Friday today's Saturday actually that was yesterday okay no Thursday sorry finished it on Thursday and I'm still confused like I still don't know who murdered the poor man um so yeah I'm just yeah I don't quite understand the storyline the plot I yeah it's just a very strange book um I did also read guys just before that were um what's what's it called it ends with us by Colleen Hoover phenomenal book honest to god one of the best books I've ever read um very easy read I finished that in probably two days and yeah honestly style of writing 10 10 storyline a solid 8.5 out of 10 like a great honestly a great light-hearted and okay definitely not light-hearted I take that back um but a phenomenal read um and I do want to read more books by Colleen but I just want to explore a bit more like a bit more authors before I go back to her because I know she's kind of like a little classic now for me at least um but yeah it was actually different for me to read a um a romance slash uh, wait I've just realized I didn't actually tell you what the books were about so the Thursday Murder Club, as the name would suggest, is about um, kind of this like club that four old people kind of run, and they discuss like murders and like true crime, and they kind of try and solve murders in the area. Um, and basically, they're like one of the builders um, of a of an estate dies in their local area uh, before like a big kind of like a gentrification kind of thing. Is gentrification the right word to use here? um but essentially he yeah he's murdered and there's like a picture near the body whatever and they try to basically um what's the word try and solve the murder mystery um yeah and then there's not yeah not much else it's these four old people and the whole story is just them trying to solve out trying to solve out trying to figure out who killed tony 
Um, yeah. And then it ends with us. It's about domestic abuse. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And romance, I guess. But yeah, phenomenal read. Really, really good. Would recommend. There are bits of it where it was a bit explicit. So probably not for anyone under the age of 18. But yeah, great read nevertheless. Um, I don't know what to read next, guys. I've actually run out of books. I usually have a stack of books in my room that I kind of just work through. But I haven't actually bought any books recently because I'm trying to be a bit more sustainable um and the idea was to go to a charity shop and try and find good books there but to be fair i haven't got to a charity shop and just can't be asked so it might just be as the trip to be fair actually no i've got a waterstones voucher so i might go pick up a book so if you guys have any book recommendations please do let me know so let's move on to mental health now i'm gonna i'm not gonna go too much into this because i do want to keep this a bit light-hearted um but perhaps on another episode or in future episodes we can get a bit more deep into it but yeah my mental health I mean like alhamdulillah like I am grateful and I'm happy um for the most part but obviously like everyone else we go through dips and the past couple of years even I was going to say a couple of months but a couple of years have been very very difficult um I say I'm not going to get too, too deep into this but maybe maybe I'll share a little bit my I lost both my grandparents uh well my granddad's last year um no my goodness two years but basically the first year of covid um and they passed away two months apart and that was extremely difficult for me um like very very difficult and I think ever since then like I'm just I've not been able to go back to my old self I don't want to cry and I don't want to get too sad (laughs) on this episode but yeah it's just ever since then things I feel like have spiraled and yeah it's just not been great and I've been trying to pick up myself and trying to distract like distract myself and kind of work on being happier and healthier um but alhamdulillah like it is what it is and you know it's definitely a journey and I hope you know the 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 years to come are better than the years that have gone um so yeah I think something that has definitely helped though is gym and like exercising and working out that has been a huge uh a huge thing for me I think I can definitely tell when I've not been to the gym my mental health just deteriorates and I just feel really sad all the time and just crying and just not in a good state so I think gym de- definitely does help and I do recommend gym to everyone anyone that does that isn't does, that doesn't feel 100% you know um there is a saying in Arabic which translates to a healthy body no a healthy mind is a healthy no a healthy body is a healthy mind uh, and I do wholeheartedly believe that to be honest so yeah right let's move on we would discuss mental health maybe in another video and it is something that is quite important and especially when you come around to kind of my age like 23 24 25 I feel like a lot of the time you know as soon as you graduate you're expected to have your 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 stuff together your crap together so yeah we can definitely dedicate a whole episode to this in the near future but all I'm just I guess what I'm trying to say is like you don't have to have life figured out at 20 and it's completely normal to feel lost I've never felt this lost in my life and it's it's funny I say that because I get a lot of people come up coming up to me and it's like oh my god like Tuta, you seem like you've got your life together like you are the one person that just seems like you know everything is set you've got everything figured out you know you're you're doing this you're 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 stable you're blah blah blah. and I'm just like it's weird how how it seems like it's it's funny how that's the impression that you get from me because me like I've never felt this lost in my life like I'm literally still trying to figure things out I'm still I still don't even know if what I'm doing right now is what I want to do for the rest of my life and it, and that's normal and I think that's one thing that I'm trying to work on is like being okay with not being 
like stable and set and like fixed on things like I'm still trying to figure out life and you know I'm still trying to find my feet I'm still trying to you know know what I like and what I don't and, and explore things and I'm still learning you know and I think that's one thing that I just wish people knew I feel like a lot of 20 year olds it's, it's almost like well you know what I've graduated university now I know I should know exactly what I want to do and where I want to be in the next five years and that's not the case at all you know at least with you when you're at uni you're kind of distracted with studying and um get a degree and then but once you graduate you're like okay well now I've got all this time you honestly start to think deep into things and it's like wow like oh my god like is this is this is this what I want to do and it's okay if, if it's not like I know a lot of people that have had you know career changes you know people that study science that now now working in IT or finance and it's completely normal and it's completely okay and that's the whole point of life you are you know you are trying to still find things that you like and enjoy and there's no point you there's no point of you being stuck in something just because you studied it or just because you feel like you know you might somehow someday grow into loving it I, I hope I'm making sense but I feel like with me when I started working my first ever job um was in microbiology and I thought I remember this clearly because when I started microbiology I was like okay well this is this is it like I'm gonna be a microbiologist for the rest of my life and a part of that I was kind of sad because microbiology wasn't my favorite like uh growing up like like even at uni it wasn't my favorite um topic or I guess subject but yeah I don't know why I was like okay well this is it like like I'm stuck in micro for the rest of my life and that's not the case and it's okay to change and it's okay to try new things and it's okay to explore and it's okay to take dips whether that be in pay or whether that be not like not knowledge because obviously everything that you do you're going to gain knowledge and gain experience from it so nothing in that sense is ever going to be a loss but it's okay to ride the wave and you know go through that journey but anyways we'll we'll discuss this perhaps in another episode I don't want to bore you guys too long into it um but yeah mental health I guess could be better alhamdulillah I'm grateful but yeah it's been very very difficult for the past two years I've I'm going through a lot of emotions I'm still trying to figure myself out and yeah okay so I think we've come to the end of the episode I hope you guys enjoyed obviously there's loads more to discuss and talk about but it is the first episode and I don't want to make it super super long um yeah but I hope you guys enjoyed anyway um I hope you guys have a lovely lovely week stay positive and I shall see you next week with another new episode. Have a great one. Bye.